0: Welcome back everyone to another episode of the Do Well and Do Good podcast. If you caught last week's solo show, you know that it was all about the five key principles that you need to accept in order to accomplish the goals you're setting for 2019. This week, I wanna talk about something that I think is equally important and that is looking back on the year that is now coming to a close. If you did do any sort of goal setting last year, You definitely do want to look back on those goals and take stock of which ones you stuck to and which ones you fell short on. But as you do this, I want to caution you about a trap that you really want to avoid, one that I fell squarely into as I went through this exercise for myself in the last couple of weeks. See, I was talking to a coach of mine about one of the goals I set out to achieve in 2018. This was a massive stretch goal for my digital agency. I was aiming to more than double my monthly revenue from where I had started the year. Yes, this was an aggressive goal, but I fell very far short. To be honest with you, as I looked back on, you know, all the journaling that I'd done at the beginning of the year, how confident I was in my ability to do this and then seeing how far I came from actually making it happen, I felt like a failure. Yeah, I was sitting here in the middle of this pity party, telling my coach about it. And he said, you know, okay, you didn't accomplish that goal. What did you accomplish this year? So I spent some time journaling on that question. And what I finally recognized was that I was judging my entire year based on one singular metric. Sure, I had missed that financial target I set for myself, but a lot of other things happened too. You know, I started a podcast and recorded over 40 episodes. I reignited my passion for horseback riding and found a new barn where I feel at home. I exercised consistently for the first time in my adult life all year long. I traveled more than any year in my life. My relationship with my partner, Jacob, is stronger than ever and bringing me so much joy. I don't say all this to toot my own horn. I'm saying this in case there are any of you who fell short on something you really wanted this year, and maybe you're judging yourself like I was. It is so easy to get hung up on one thing when it is something that we desperately want to be, do, or have, but you need to remember this. You are a multidimensional person. Don't judge yourself based off of a one-dimensional scorecard. Now, why is it so important to do this kind of year-end review? I think it's because you've heard that hindsight is twenty-twenty, right? But it often comes too late. Maybe you've had this experience before where you'll look back on something that happened to you years ago and for the first time really stop to think about the lesson that that taught you. What if you could identify those lessons sooner and carry them with you as you move forward now? So with that in mind, I want to share with you five questions that I recommend that you ask yourself in thinking about what happened in 2018. The first couple are really straightforward. You know, what were your three biggest wins this year? Number two, what were the three biggest lessons that you learned this year? And number three, what are three things that you're grateful for this year? I truly believe as you've heard on this show before, you've heard many guests talking about it, that focusing on what you're grateful for is the most powerful way to bring more good into your life. I recognize in suggesting that, that perhaps some of you listening to this had a really difficult 2018. Maybe this year was not so good for you. Maybe some things happened that were very, very challenging. And if that was you, then I want to encourage you to look at your number one challenge. Look at the biggest thing that you viewed as a problem this year and ask yourself how that thing could actually be for your benefit. I'll give you an example. My parents are in the process of getting divorced. That has been Honestly, a massive and unexpected change that has really overshadowed a lot of 2018 for me. It would be really easy to focus only on the negatives of this. Instead, I could choose to focus on both of my parents getting to move forward and design the individual kind of lives they want most. I can focus on how I'll get to spend more one-on-one time with each of them. I can focus on the way it's drawn me even closer to my sister or on the way it can teach me how to show up even better in my own relationship. Now, this is not easy to do. You might need to really dig deep, but spend some time with this question. And I promise you there is some sort of silver lining, some lesson, some way that you got stronger through this experience that you can draw on. And the fifth and final question is, what is one personal quality that you most developed this year? A couple examples could be resilience, self-confidence, courage, patience, integrity. The list goes on and on and on. We really do bring in more of whatever we choose to focus on. So make sure that you're focusing on the right things. Before I sign off, I want to remind you of the promise that I made in last week's solo show. If you DM me on Instagram with your number one goal for 2019, I will personally be your accountability partner, checking in with you throughout the year to make sure you are moving forward. I shared in that episode, two of my big goals for the year, and I am so excited for us to do this together. So shoot me that DM at Dorothy Ilson. That's D-O-R-O-T-H-Y-I-L-L-S-O-N. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you back here next week.